everybody and welcome back to my podcast or welcome if you are new. Oh my god, I feel so uncomfortable right now. Um, let me tell you something. When you create a podcast, the hardest thing, at least for me, is doing the intro to the podcast. This little segment that I get to tell you guys what I've been up to and whatever, but it is so difficult for me. I actually redid this segment like 20 times or something and it's getting so frustrating anyways i'm also not in my usual setup which is my bed i am in my mom's room because my room is currently really dirty um i have a lot of shit on my bed and i just i'm so lazy right now i don't want to just go clean and record this podcast I'm impatient, so anyways, um, today I want to talk about a lot, I have a lot on my mind, so one thing that I really want to talk about is aesthetics, like clothing aesthetics, for example, indie, grunge, whatever, second of all, I want to talk about exposing yourself too much on social media and oversharing and how that is super fucking harmful for your mind and for your future self. And third of all, I want to talk about cheating because I got myself Disney Plus, okay? And I actually saw that the new Kardashians show is on there. So I watched the whole fucking thing and there was a situation regarding cheating, which I really want to talk about and cheating overall. So without further ado, Make sure you have a drink with you or a plushie or something to help you relax. And let's get started. Okay, I forgot to tell you guys how I feel and how life is doing. Um, in previous episodes, I told you guys that I'm currently in a weight loss journey. But I actually am in a period where I'm stagnant. Even though I work out like a few times a week. Even though I eat healthy and I am in a calorie deficit, I am not losing weight. This is called a plateau. Anyways, it's a period where you don't lose weight or you don't gain weight, depending on your choice. And it is so fucking frustrating. I read on a website that it can last for from 8 to 12 weeks. Girl, I don't have time for that. Before school, I want to be lean period. So I don't really know what to do. If you guys have any like suggestions on how to stop this shit from happening, please, I'm desperate. Anyways, gym has been going really fucking good. Um, I have, you know, times where I feel uncomfortable or I feel insecure or I'm just confused. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to work. There are so many different, you know, machines, equipment, there are a lot of people and I just feel really insecure. Props to my boyfriend for being there. Anyways, so besides this weight loss gym thing, I have been okay, decent. I can be way better than this. The reason for that is because I'm overthinking a lot. Um, I feel like the days are passing by so quickly and I am addicted to YouTube shorts and Instagram reels and I uninstalled TikTok so I cannot stay on my phone for hours doing nothing 
And that's exactly what I'm doing right now. And I don't know what to do because they are so addicting. So should I like uninstall YouTube? No, I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to figure it out. Um, On an average, I stay on my phone for eight hours a day. If you really think about it, I sleep eight hours and I stay eight hours on my phone. 16 hours just fly. You know, that's... No, I don't want to think about it. Anyways, I am trying to stay off my phone. I'm gonna attempt to do that. I hope I can succeed. And yeah, I've been going to the beach. I got a sunburn on my back, even though I apply SPF once every hour. I'm not even joking. I have really sensitive skin, so anyways. But I really got tanned, and I love that. So, life has been okay. I hope it will be better this summer. And yeah, I hope your summer will be nice too. Anyways, let's get into the whole aesthetic, changing your personality, oversharing shit. Because this is really important. Please listen to this. So, I have a dump account, a shitposting account, where I had over 1k posts and i don't really look through my dump account that often and usually i'm not reading my captions looking through my highlights and whatever i'm just posting and that's it and posting stories but today i figured out okay there might be some cringy photo somewhere and i deleted not deleted i archived all of my cringy shit or photos I didn't like anymore, or photos with people that I now hate. And I got rid of 200-something posts. Yeah. And I just, I couldn't. I feel so uncomfortable when I see a picture, a cringe picture with an even cringier caption that I posted with over 50 likes. No. No, 50 people did not just see that photo. No. I feel so... Oh my god, I don't know. I feel like I want to disappear off of social media right now. I'm just so embarrassed. Anyways, um, let me tell you a tip. Before you post any photo, rethink it 10 times. Or keep them to yourself. Because... Your future self is going to thank you for that. Um, Every single year, I look back at myself and I say, oh my gosh, I was so cringe. And imagine looking through a dump account that I own since 2017. It is now 2022. Imagine what I found there. No, you cannot. I am so sorry for oversharing. I am guilty of this. I'm guilty of oversharing of, you know, oversharing my family drama, my mental health state and myself crying. No. No, I don't want to think about it. Please don't share your emotions on social on social media because some people don't deserve to see your vulnerability. Um I actually used to have and I still have, but I'm not active anymore. I used to have an Instagram account with, you know, aesthetic Pinterest pictures and a pretty big community. I had over 
4,000, almost 5,000 followers. I even got 22K likes on a post. Like, it was doing really good. And I actually talked to a lot of people. And that account was my safe space. Nobody knew who I was, you know, before I did a face reveal and everything of that sort. So I overshared a lot. Plus, I had only really close people on that account. So no, you know, friends that are not really friends on there. So it was my safe space to overshare. And whenever I would feel really down or really happy, I would share that with the people on that account. And I remember that I actually posted a whole paragraph of how I wasn't doing okay. I received over 40 messages from different fucking people. It was insane to me, you know, posting a paragraph of how sad you feel and then you wake up to like 40 plus messages of different people encouraging you. It was really amazing. That era was nice. Uh, And I read all of them. I cherished all of them. And I really enjoyed every single message. It, you know, made me feel a lot better. But I received one message that really made me shut off my phone, go on my balcony, light a cigarette, and contemplate. Because what the fuck was I doing? So this message said, "Uh, Hey girly, I am so sad because you're feeling this way, but I just wanted to tell you something please don't share this shit. And I was, I, when I read that, I was so mad. I was about to fight with this random stranger. And, you know, I was patient, thank God. And I read the, you know, the next parts of the message. And that girl told me, don't post this shit because people don't deserve to see you in your vulnerability state. People, some people will make fun of you. Some people will view you as weak. And people who know you in real life and hate you will actually take those things and use them to their advantage. And it's not good for you. Also, she said, you know, when you have shit like this happening, it is nice that you have a safe space, but, you know, try to limit oversharing and venting and do that to people who you really trust and people who you feel emotionally attached to so i thanked her for that message so much i was so grateful for this shit it gave me a wake-up call and it made me realize that she was right what the fuck was i doing of course i didn't feel guilty of about you know posting the vent paragraph because it was still a safe space for me and I still vented afterwards but with a limit you know not to that extent that I used to so she was right you know people should not see you weak Um, of course I'm not you know telling you guys and encouraging you to not show your emotions whatsoever like show them girl but not on social media like it's not it's not wrong to cry from time to time let's say at school Of course, if you cry because you got a 9 instead of a 10, yeah, you are stupid. But if you have like a real reason, something that is really bothering you, there is nothing wrong with, you know, not being okay and showing your emotions in, you know, some days. But don't go on social media to do that. I'm really guilty of this and I regret it so much because people who don't even know me personally know what I've been through and this is really bothering me now that I'm looking back 
some people that saw my venting stories or you know my stories where I overshared on my shit posting account some people did not deserve to see that some people who I wasn't even close with knew what my mental health state was and yeah that was not good that was not good because once you post something and people see it you cannot erase that from their mind of course they will forget you know with time and everything but it will stick with some people you know maybe a person that saw all my stories are now making fun of me because of that or maybe when they see me they will say oh my gosh this is the suicidal bitch on instagram like no no i don't want people to think of me as a vulnerable person of course you know I'm emotional. I'm really emotional. I cannot hide my emotions. Like, I used to be really good at that. And I used to be, you know, I used to pretend that I was okay, even though I wasn't deep inside. But now, let's say I hate somebody. When I'm going to be in front of that person, they will tell that I hate them. I cannot hide it anymore. I'm just so transparent and genuine. If I hate you, I hate you. And you know it. Like, I'm really proud of this change because I allowed people to step all over me and, you know, make them have this image of me as a super tolerant and forgiving person. I am forgiving, but not as I used to be, of course. Anyways, getting back on the subject, oversharing is not good. You know, if you have a special account for that, if you have an account where people don't know your real identity or who you are or other shit like that, yeah, go ahead and fucking vent, go ahead and tell all your life stories, but don't do that if you have an account where people from your city, from your circle, see you, no, anyways, another thing that I really wanted to talk about was hopping on trends, being a trend chaser, I cannot say the word trend, anyways, um, when I used to be smaller, I was really sure of my personality and I wasn't afraid to, you know, share what I like. But that changed when I was like in fourth grade and kids, I noticed that kids, once you say something that's kind of weird to like, you know, they make fun of you. They make fun of you for being a nerd, for being a weirdo. And since like fifth grade, you start to not share what you like anymore and you start to think that oh maybe there's something wrong with my personality maybe I need to change and I was always desperate because I didn't know who I really was um so that happened since I was like maybe in fifth grade until quarantine the middle of quarantine I think I didn't know who I was I didn't know what I liked anymore because you know if I in eighth grade, if people saw me listening to fucking heavy metal, they would make fun of me, let's say. And I wouldn't listen to that anymore because I would think that maybe there is something wrong with that. So I would start to listen to fucking 6 9 or something. Um, so if you like something a lot, please don't give up on it just because it's not something basic. It's not something that a lot of people like because... That is what makes you special. So I had a personality crisis. I didn't know who I was anymore, what I liked, whatever. And I was always hopping on random trends. 
um i really regret that i lost a lot of money due to that because let's say let me give you a real life example so you know the balenciaga socks that were trending like in 2018 or something i have the money to buy them and i had the money to buy them but of course my parents wouldn't allow that because they knew that i might not like them anymore in the future why should i spend a fortune on some shoes that look ugly genuinely <laughs> anyways so i bought some dupes um uh, not fakes or anything just dupes from a pretty well-known brand um i wore them a couple of times that didn't feel like me i felt so shitty when i wore them i felt like what the fuck is happening i am turning basic what what is going on i'm not saying i'm not basic it's really hard to not be basic anymore even though you're alt you're basic you know everybody does that right now you know tiktok and everything so i felt really shitty when i wore those socks genuinely socks and there were so many examples of this happening um i wore a certain makeup style because it was trending or i wore my hair in a way because it was trendy and i didn't really like that but i wanted to fit in this is something that i really struggled with when i was smaller i couldn't fit in because i was really shy i couldn't just you know go to a random person and say hi my name is this um how are you doing no i cannot even do that right now so imagine smaller me no that wasn't happening so i wanted to fit in with the rest of the people and go with the crowd instead of going with what i like and when i entered ninth grade freshman year i said okay now i'm going to change i'm going to be way more different and i am going to actually do what i like and i'm going to dress how i want to so you know freshman year happened everybody around me was listening to Travis Scott they were dressing in like streetwear style whatever it was a kind of basic thing back then so i wanted to fit in <laughs> it was high school i was so scared of you know showing my own personal style or doing a certain makeup that not a lot of people would wear like a fucking extremely long eyeliner or a black smoky eye like i wasn't feeling comfortable to do that and i think that's when i became really cringe i made jokes that were popular i shared tiktoks that were popular everything i did was because it was popular now i'm not saying i didn't like the way i dressed but i just limited myself to clothing that would be accepted and basic because yeah i didn't want to be the outcast and when quarantine happened i was really influenced by tiktok um and yeah i'm not even going to get into that because it's too cringe for me anyways um so like i said in the middle of quarantine i gave up on tiktok completely and because i wasn't going out too much i didn't have influences from the outside world so i got to experiment with a lot of different clothing pieces i you know i got used to being by myself and i really got comfortable with myself so now 
if I found a t-shirt that I really liked, I didn't care anymore about what my mom would say, what my fucking best friend would say, what my classmates would say. So I just focused on myself and I offered myself time to really think about who I am and what I like. That is hard, you know, after you stop being a trend chaser and after you stop living for other people, it's really hard to figure out who you are. You just need a lot of time and a lot of patience and a lot of alone time. Self-care, period. So now I actually wear what I love, what I like, what flatters me. And I am not influenced by people around me anymore. I am not hopping on the first trend that I see. And I'm doing really great, you know? I'm feeling super good. I don't give a fuck anymore. Anyways, another thing that I really wanted to talk about was being mysterious. Listen to this. So, if you know Euphoria, you know Maddie, of course. She is iconic. The actress playing Maddie is called Alexa Demi. If you don't know her, please stop this episode, go look her up, and her Insta especially, and then come back. So, Alexa Demi is amazing. She is so appealing. A lot of people are obsessed with her. Um, so, she is really attractive, you know, but it's not something that we haven't seen before. So, why are people so fucking attracted to her? So, if you take a look at her Insta, you see that she doesn't really post a lot. She doesn't really overshare a lot. Um, She is just there. She is not really an influencer. She just posts, you know, barely putting captions on her pictures and that's it. And a lot of people are really attracted to her. So basically, I saw some videos on YouTube talking about how Alexa Demi is mysterious and how this mystery of Alexa Demi is intriguing a lot of people, making them, you know, attracted to her. I didn't understand that first. Like, what does being mysterious have to do with being attractive? So, when you put yourself on a platter on Instagram, when you overshare everything, people just have to fucking search for your name, take 20 minutes from their life, stalk you a little bit on insta and they will know your whole life so what there is nothing intriguing about you you know but alexa de me you really have to dig for information about her and you know for her past or what she likes or her friends and everything of that sort so her life is really private and this is really fucking nice compare alexa de me with a really exposed person, an influencer, a random fucking influencer, I don't know, their lives are going to be way different because of social media, um, and talking about mental health right now, Alexa Demi's mental health is going to be way better than the influencer's one, and I really thought about it, wait, being mysterious, what the fuck, so then I looked at my shitposting account, like I told you, over 1k posts, over sharing all my fucking life, um, vulnerable moments, um, posting random people that I wasn't really being friends with just because I wanted to show people, oh my gosh, look, I'm hanging out with people, yeah, I have friends, when in reality, I did not really have friends, and now I don't really have friends, 
but I'm not ashamed anymore. I don't know why I was ashamed. Like, if you have a good-ass friend, a trustworthy friend, you cannot ask for more. You should be grateful of what is in front of you instead of chasing a friend group. You know, it's better to have one good quality friend than having a bad quality friend group. So remember that. Anyways, so I have been really thinking about oversharing and I want to be as private as possible. I deleted a lot of my highlights from my main account, a lot of fucking posts, 200 plus posts on my shit posting account. I'm planning on deleting all of my fucking highlights. I just want to be private. I want to keep way more things for myself than I show. And I'm planning on doing that. Of course, this is not going to erase the whole oversharing that I did in the past. But at least people who are looking at my account now, they're not going to know much about my life. Of course, if they listen to my podcast, they're going to know everything. (laughs) But this is another story, okay? This is a podcast. This is what podcasting is meant for, you know? So anyways, um, aesthetics. Okay, Um, when I was really on TikTok and on social media, I thought that you should fit in an aesthetic and not, you know, exit the aesthetic. For example, at one point of my life, I wanted to be a goth, like genuinely have fucking corpse paint on my face and everything of that sort. And I admire goths because you go out like that and you feel good. And that is amazing. I love that for you. But I thought, okay, if I'm going to become a goth at one point of my life, I'm not going to wear flower tops anymore. I'm not going to wear pink shit anymore. I'm not going to wear clothes that I wear right now anymore. Um, Or another phase of my life. I wanted to be a softie. Um, Well, now I'm not going to wear 10 chains on my neck. Now I'm not going to wear skulls everywhere (laughs) i used to be madly obsessed with skulls had fucking skulls um necklaces rings bracelets i still have that but i don't wear them that often anyways but now i don't have an aesthetic when people ask me what's your aesthetic girl shut the fuck up i don't have an aesthetic i don't have that if i want to be grunge One day, I'm going to be grunge. If I want to be a fucking emo one day, I'm going to be an emo one day. I don't have a planned aesthetic. And I feel like that puts so much pressure on you. Because you're looking, you know, in some clothing stores and you see a cute top. But it doesn't match your aesthetic. It doesn't match your vibe. Shut the fuck up. You should wear whatever the fuck you want. Don't limit yourself because... Um, my aesthetic is this and I want to wear that. No, no. I used to be really guilty of this and also labeling yourself as grunge, e-girl. I don't know, it's kind of cringe. (laughs) It's kind of cringe, like in the real world. Like, okay, on social media, yeah, it is acceptable because it is social media. But if you go like at a bar with some people and you say, oh my gosh, I'm an e-girl, they're going to fucking stand up and leave (laughs) They are going to leave the table. That is so cringe in real life to say, oh my gosh, like I'm this aesthetic and I do this and it's really aesthetic. Like, no, that is some things should just stay on social media. They should not be brought up in real life situations. 
oh my gosh um so i am grunge but like i used to be like a softy no Mm-mm. no this is cringe just please step away from me no or the whole neo pronoun shit i don't want to say too much about neo pronouns or my you know opinions or getting too political because i don't want to expose that no i don't want that but neo pronouns come on if you agree with neo pronouns and you use them especially mm. <laughs> anyways uh, <laughs> so they are not real life situation situations i cannot imagine a human being coming in front of me and saying oh my gosh so my neo pronouns are fucking uh pig self um emo self and suicidal self or something i don't know random shit i'm gonna step away without hesitation i'm gonna run i'm gonna run i'm scared of those people i am scared of them anyways so they're not real life situations and that's the same thing with aesthetics oh my god so i am indie but i used to be this shut the fuck up no sometimes it is better to not label yourself you know even if it is fucking clothing even if it is sexuality please if you are unsure of your aesthetic or unsure of your sexuality don't label yourself don't just just please say okay i'm confused and that's it move on with your life and when you are going to figure it out you can then label yourself so anyways um we got a little bit too crazy here so <laughs> let's just talk about cheating because we are already half an hour in and i didn't plan on talking this much anyways like i said i want to do shorter episodes because nobody's going to listen to one hour of me rambling plus my throat hurts afterwards so Like I told you in the beginning, I have Disney Plus right now. Um it's great. I feel like it's a little bit overrated, but it's okay. Um so I saw that the new Kardashians show is on there. I thought it was only on Hulu. Anyways, so I was really happy about that because I don't really tune in with the Kardashians. I don't follow them on Instagram anymore. I don't keep up with them. Of course I am aware of like the drama they are in because of outside sources and overall social media but i don't follow them personally i only followed kim kardashian because i don't know since she divorced kanye she had a style glow up i don't know she kim always dressed amazing for her time but now she is popping i don't know what pete davidson is doing to her but girl keep it up like i really like her um to an extent of course i'm not i don't agree with a lot of things that she did dirty businesses dirty money um and i'm not even going to get started on the dress choice that she made at the met gala i'm not going to start <laughs> anyways um merlin's dress should have stayed in the museum of course let's say somebody deserved to wear it they shouldn't even though they deserved it let's say kim deserves that dress no mm it's going to stay in the fucking museum i don't know if you guys saw but after kim wore that dress she changed into a replica after like 15 minutes so why do you have the dress on if you are going to change in a replica do you want to just like flex oh my gosh i have the money and influence 
to wear Marilyn's dress. Like, that is so offensive to her. I don't know. I think she's rolling in her grave. And I would be rolling too. If I am this iconic and Kim is wearing my dress at Met Gala for 15 minutes and rips it, I'm going to come back and haunt her for life. I don't know. Um, it, it was really damaged after she wore it because Kim is thick. Kim has a big bum. So comparing that to how Marilyn looked, it was obvious that it, the dress wouldn't fit. Like she damaged it and it was a part of history. It still is, but when people see that dress, they are not going to only think about Marilyn. They are going to think about Kim and how she damaged it at Met Gala. Anyways, let's get back on the subject. So I watched the whole Kardashian show, the new Kardashian show, Keeping Up With The Kardashians ended and they started another one. So I watched everything and right now one of my favorite Kardashians is actually Chloe. I used to hate her. I don't know why. Like, I just... Something about her was just annoying me so much. But now I really like her. Um, I feel like she's the realest one. She isn't afraid to show her emotions. She is really nice. A really nice human being. And I don't know if you guys know this. Um, if you are not keeping up with the Kardashians... Um, I think last year or two years ago, something like that, Tristan cheated on her. Tristan, I think, um, I don't think he was her husband. Let's just say significant other. So her significant other cheated while she was fucking pregnant with his kid. That's so disgusting. So Chloe forgave him. And not only that, but Tristan cheated with Kylie's best friend. Oh my gosh, that situation was just a fucking mess. Anyways, she forgave him. And in the show, she said, oh my gosh, now we are like best friends. We are living in the same house and we are co-parenting. No, girl. Mm -mm, mm -mm. You should have cut him off. I said this once I saw that they were together and she was saying, oh, but now like he's a good person and he's in therapy. In therapy for what? Because he cheated, now he needs therapy? He needs, he needs comfort for his mistake? Like, no. He just needs to go. And that's it. Go away from your life and not, you know, manipulate you with this therapy bullshit. Because he is not going to change. And when I saw that she said this, I just rolled my eyes and I said, girl, he is going to cheat again. Okay, if the audio quality is different, I moved to my bedroom because my mother came into her room to sleep. Anyways, so of course they weren't in a relationship, but Tristan was going to therapy and Chloe was going to therapy so that they can better better themselves. I don't know what Chloe needed to, you know, enhance. Anyways, so they went to therapy, even together, like couples therapy, because they wanted to be together. But Chloe wasn't emotionally available. She wasn't ready for a relationship after what Tristan did to her. So she just said, okay, I'm gonna give him time to prove me that he is 
faithful and he is working on bettering himself. And I rolled my eyes and I said, when I saw that, girl, he is going to cheat. Cheaters don't change. Don't give people two, three chances to prove you right because they are never going to do that. I had a personal experience like that. And I learned from my own experiences that that um, giving second chances is not good. People don't change. They don't change. Like 1% of people who cheat or people who are super mean actually change. But 99% of them don't. And some people are just manipulated and they make, you know, excuses for the people who they are defending oh my gosh but like he cheated but he was confused no girl he had intentions okay he had the intention of cheating he wasn't attracted to you anymore he wanted something different and instead of telling you girl let's break up he decided to cheat it is disgusting so guess what he went out with another girl and they didn't just go out if you get what I'm saying, they did other stuff. And of course, Chloe was heart heartbroken. But something that she said was so fucking sad. She said she got used to it. Girl, no, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You are worth so much. Think about Chloe. She is so fucking rich. She has a fucking child. She is an amazing mother. She has a gene brand called Good American where she includes a lot of women, all races, all sizes, all ages. She is so fucking kind to everybody in her family. But she still got cheated on. Girl, so think about her. Think about her worth, how successful she is. And then think about the fact that she stayed with this asshole, trying to co-parent, go to therapy. She tried to save the relationship too many times she made so many excuses for him too many times and it just became a pattern you know he didn't only cheat once he did that multiple times and she was aware of that but she still forgave him and now if you say oh my gosh but she's stupid no shut the fuck up don't say that because if you are emotionally attached to somebody if you are not open to the idea of going back through the talking stage with another person you know saying all your life stories once again and attaching yourself to another person, if you don't feel comfortable to do that, you're going to stay with the manipulative shit that you are in a relationship with, even though you know he or her cheated or they were really fucking horrible to you. You will stay there. There. Why do you think there are so many people staying in toxic relationships? Because they are emotionally attached and manipulated by those, you know, bitches. So don't just say, oh my gosh, she's so stupid. Because if you were in her shoes and if you were having this manipulated mindset, you would be the same. Trust me, I went through that. And I'm not easily manipulated. So, you know, it was an experience. Anyways, so let me tell you the most amazing advice you will ever receive. People don't change. If somebody cheats on you, cut them off immediately. Don't talk to them. Period. I've known people who cheated 
they never stop. They had a best friend. I always give her as a bad example, but she is. She's a horrible person. And I am not afraid of talking about her on my podcast because she doesn't know English. So anyways, <laughs> I can say whatever the fuck I want. Of course, to an extent, because let's be a little bit respectful here. Anyways, this bitch, <laughs> perfect start. Um, This bitch cheated on every single boyfriend that she had and I was smaller than her. When I was really small, I wasn't used to the idea of cheating. So I thought, okay, this is her flaw. So <laughs> I got used to that. You know, I told her multiple times, girl, this is wrong. After I grew up and matured a little bit, girl, this is wrong. Like, he genuinely loves you. Don't cheat on him. If he cheats on you, don't just go and cheat on him because don't you should not bring your dignity down just because he did that. Um... And she would always say, oh my gosh, yeah, I feel so guilty. I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to cheat anymore. And she proceeds to cheat. And I had this conversation with her over 20 times in our whole friendship. She had a long-term boyfriend of one year. He wasn't too rich, yet he was still buying her expensive-ass gifts. He was going out with her. I cannot speak. <laughs> He was going out with her really often, even though he was a football player and he had a really busy schedule. So he still made, you know, time for her. He was really nice. He was funny. He was husband material for her. And, you know, two months in the relationship, yeah, she didn't cheat anymore. At least that's what I'm aware of. I don't know if she cheated. But after that, she hooked up with a couple of her exes you know, talking with random boys on her phone, having one of her exes on her phone with the name of one of her friends. And that was so shady. Anyways, um, <laughs> let me tell you something funny about this bitch. So the ex that she had on her phone with the name of another friends of hers she is now dating and they posted a picture on Easter while they were at church with candles in their fucking hands. Oh my gosh, you two are so fucking faithful and so religious and so respectful, you know, after you fucking cheated on every single boyfriend that you had and hooked up with fucking so many exes of yours during your relationship. You go to the fucking church and you take a picture with <laughs> a candle? That's why I don't take religion seriously anymore. It depends on the religion though. But especially Christianity. Like, no. <laughs> so many people just use that as their excuse for their shitty behavior. Oh my gosh, like, I cannot accept, like, gay people because my relate my, oh my gosh, my relationship. Uh, my religion doesn't allow that. Your religion allows you to do that. You just use that as an excuse. Um, in the Bible, it said that you shouldn't wear revealing clothing. Yeah, in the Bible, it also said that you shouldn't drink alcohol. That you shouldn't fucking do random things that you do. So, I guess we are both going to hell. At least have some fun before you do that. Anyways, um, getting back to the subject. This bitch told me, oh my gosh, I feel so guilty. Yet she would proceed to fuck her ex. Oh my gosh, but the guilt though, the guilt that she would feel, oh my gosh. Anyways, she didn't change. I know so many more, 
so many more fucking examples that I'm not going to talk about that were exactly like this. People who cheated, their significant other forgave them and then they cheated once again. What a surprise. People who are able to cheat on you during a relationship, they will do that even after you catch them because let's say you didn't catch them. Let's say you didn't find out. They would always cheat on you. You know, that's really shitty to think about. If, let's say, you had an ex, they cheated on you, and you found out, if you didn't find out that information, that piece of information, you would still be with them, and you will be lied behind your back. That is horrible. That's why people who cheat are no longer in my circle. If you cheat, you are not my friend. If you cheat, I'm not going to defend you. Even though we are best friends. Let's say I'm going to have a best friend one day and she cheats. I'm going to expose her. What the fuck? Like, you just... You are not going to go and cheat while I know what you're doing without getting caught. No. I'm the fucking police. I'm going to expose the shit out of you if you do that. It is really disgusting. I went through a situation that I really don't want to talk about that really showed me how heartless some people can be, you know, I went through many situations of that, you know, not relationships, but friendships, fucking people who made fun of me, but then pretended to be my best friend, like, people are just like that, and they never change, I don't know a single person who bullied me, who is now doing great, who is now, oh my gosh, so fucking kind and friendly, no, everybody who bullied me, is still a bully and they are super shitty everybody who treated me like shit are still shitty people no one changed nobody and i don't expect them to change you know soon no they are gonna remain just as they are of course let's say if you were a bully when you were five there are some really high chances that you are not a bully anymore because I feel like everybody has bullied other people at kindergarten. I don't know. Um, But if you cheat, if you do shit like that, now, like in your teen years, in your pre-teen years, you're going to stay like that forever. I'm sorry to break it to you. Um, So when you see your friend cheating, warn them and say, I'm going to expose the shit out of you, you know? But you got to make sure that they don't have things to expose you with. If you know you didn't do anything horrible, then you shouldn't be afraid of exposing them, period. And that's why you shouldn't overshare with some people, yay! Because if a lot of people know your secrets, they will have things to expose you with, of course. Um, So yeah, don't overshare too much, don't cheat and expose cheaters, because we deserve a better world. Anyways, so like I said... People who cheat are never going to stop cheating, even though they go to like fucking 10 therapy centers, even though they are fucking reading the Bible 10 times a day, they are still going to cheat. Fuck that bullshit. They are still going to cheat. They are still going to be horrible people. And that's the same thing with bullying. That's the same thing with toxic people. They are always going to be like that. So anyways, I got kind of heated. I love that. I love talking about shit like this. Um... And I love talking about 
stuff that I'm really passionate about, like this subject, for example. I wanted to talk about cheating, and I actually talked about cheating in one of my previous episodes. I don't remember which. I really like the subject, um, because this subject made me realize how much I grew, how much I matured, how much I changed in a better way. Because back then I used to think, um, people who cheat, that is just their flaw. Like they are insecure. They don't know how to express their feelings and they cheat. No, girl, they cheat because they do, and they are shitty people. Anyways, so <laughs> remember. Don't stay with anybody who cheats on you. Ever. Period. Preach. Anyways, I'm going to see you guys in the next episode. I hope you guys liked the subjects that I talked about in this episode. Um, also, make sure to follow my podcast Insta page, which is All Offense Podcast, where I post updates, affirmations, everything of that sort. And if you really want to feel like supporting me make sure you rate my podcast because it really helps me i'm trying to get to 10 reviews because when i'm gonna get to 10 reviews spotify is gonna display my average rating and also how many people reviewed my podcast so i can have an understanding of how many people support me and how many people like my podcast and how many people dislike my podcast so anyways i i Totally encourage you to rate my podcast, follow my Insta page if you like what I do and you want to support me. So anyways, I'm going to see you guys in the next episode and I hope you will have the best summer and the best days ever. I love you guys.